My situation is near hopeless. I know I'm recording this and it sounds like I'm in a car driving. Probably with the air conditioner making background noise and my professional... I mean, my podcast probably doesn't sound very professional. But I got to do what I got to do. And, uh, you know, we'll see how this develops. I'm not even sure if I'm going to keep doing this or not. But I just got that itch to start talking about how hopeless my situation is. You know, I'm in an infested apartment with uh, probably mold or some sort of toxin in the environment that I'm severely allergic to and it's messing up my life. And uh, I have a month left on the rent before it runs out from Sarah. Uh, Sarah is C-E-R-A. That's a program that was there in place for the pandemic and people who uh, needed help paying their rent. So there's that. And uh, the other thing is got idiots driving on the freeway. <laughs> Don't worry, I'm hands I'm not I'm looking at the road the entire time. I'm not looking at a phone. I'm not, you know, distracted. But I, I actually do some of my best thinking when I drive. It used to be when I paced around or sat in the shower. Uh, but it's sort of now it's like I think when I drive. Anyway. Um so I gotta figure out a plan. And I'm talking to the city, the mayor's office, and this is a big city. This isn't, you know, maybe I'll mention it, maybe, or I don't know. Sometimes I don't mention things, you know, for privacy reasons, but there's probably other times I'll let it slip where I live and all that. I'm not super for it or against it. I guess I just, you know, I'm not going to go out of my way to name. But regardless, it's a, it's a big city. Uh, it isn't the most awesome city, but it is in a revival, a huge revival. Uh, and so the money's this money being thrown around left and right, especially downtown. Uh, and so I I'm trying to figure out how I can get my life saved before I'm out on the street or in a shelter and I die in the shelter or or go absolutely crazy. Because I, my, physically, I cannot handle it. I mean, physically, I live in a, an apartment now, and just because something is weird in there, and I don't know what it is, I can't even handle that a lot of nights. I might have figured out, honestly, last night, I'm not sure. I was itching part of the night, and I was wondering what the difference was, because a couple nights before that, I wasn't itching. And then I realized I had this air purifier on my bed (laughs) that was blowing the air from the air purifier directly on me. And that that one night, like two nights ago, that wasn't happening. And for half the night last night, it also wasn't happening. And so what happened was I noticed that once I repositioned it, so that the air purifier was again blowing directly on me so that the air that I was feeling and intaking was from the air purifier Uh, it seemed like my itching started to go away I don't know if that's I mean it it does kind of seem like that's a thing my apartment's too big for the air purifier to work completely in the entire room and dust just blows everywhere I don't the dust comes from everything the walls 
you know, it's got brick walls. The, the probably like the whatever they use it. The, I can't remember what that stuff is. It grout or whatever the hell it is that they put in between the bricks. The white stuff. I'm sure that comes in. I'm sure the old windows. I'm sure just everything in that apartment dust dust just comes. In. I can't even imagine what the heating vents uh, are, are like on the inside. But I haven't uh, bothered to check those. I'm hoping I'm out of here by winter time anyway and somewhere nice and peaceful. But man, I was just thinking about how I got to give up my entire world and move somewhere else unless there's a miracle. Unless there's a miracle and I can find a way to move somewhere else close by. But if I have to move somewhere, like a lot of my, my friends and family are trying to bug me to move to near them, which is an hour away, kind of out in the sticks, as, as you can say. And I hate to say this, not that I completely can enjoy some of the things that I enjoy. I can't. I'm sick all the time. I don't get to do 90% of the things that are out there. But one of the coping mechanisms I have is driving in the car and going to some of these different areas around where I live. And there's something about a peacefulness of having that ability to not be in one spot and not feel claustrophobic. But my friends and family are trying to encourage me to move somewhere that doesn't have that opportunity. Where it's kind of claustrophobic. It's kind of the same thing every day. And there's no cool shit. Really, not at all. My friend is convinced there is. He's like, no, this is great. And I'm like, no, it's not. I mean, yeah, they... they your small town made an attempt to sort of, sort of be like a, a you know like a, a high end town like a you know a, you know uh, like kind of like a city or like a cool place, but it's still out in the sticks, and they just did that and then overpriced everything. <laughs> now everything like the rent and everything there is overpriced, even though it's a shithole in the middle of nowhere. You know, and, and any town connected to it is also a shithole in the middle of nowhere. You know, so it's just ridiculous. I, 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 I don't want to sound spoiled because that's not the point. I would take the smallest studio apartment with one bedroom or not, not even a bedroom, like just the smallest studio apartment, uh, I would take that, it could be, I don't even care, 300, 300 square feet, just enough for me to put a bed in the computer desk, I would take that, as long as it, first of all, it had to be privacy, and it would have to be quiet, that's it, I mean, I don't want anything else, privacy and quiet, I don't want people bouncing above my head at 6am, I don't want neighbors partying next door, I don't want you know, whatever, a baby crying from downstairs, uh, and everything has to work right, and it's got to be peaceful, it's got to be clean, it's got to be newer, and that's all I really want, I don't, I don't need anything fantastic, air conditioning, of course, is important, or, you know, uh, for, for summertime, since I am very heat sensitive, and, uh, so that's that's sort of like another thing, you know. Like, I, I and it sucks that I'm this way. I would rather just be able to be like like a, like most normal people and be like, I'm just gonna kind of 
What is this lady doing? This lady is trying to fucking... There's a lady behind me who's trying to... Pass me. In a lane that there's no passing. <laughs> she wants to... She wants to kind of... If she wants to turn, that's cool. But if she wants to just try and... Go around me because she doesn't... I think she's literally trying to... She was literally trying to go around me, this lady trying to go around me where there was literally nowhere to go around. She wanted to, she wanted to kind of take a, a side street. And now she's riding my butt. So anyway, like I said, it's just a nice place to stay, somewhere peaceful, somewhere calm, somewhere cool. And, uh, and that's pretty much all I want. You know, and, and 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 I don't know how I'm gonna find it. I don't know how I'm gonna find it. I don't know where I'm gonna find it. And uh, I hope that one day I do find it. And I only have a month to do that. One month. That's it. I have one month to figure it out. With no income, you know what, what? I can contact the military for hardship. I think that's what I got to do. But I don't think that I'm on the list. But I could try it. I don't have my ben. I'm not even applied for benefits from the military. I think I got to make some phone calls. But I just, I just, I just. Uh... Some of you can feel this. This, this same situation. You need to move and you don't know how. And I don't know how. But I'm, I'm fighting. And I keep having people tell me that we're helping you. And I'm not really getting much help. We're going to find you a place. You know, friends and family. They're being, they're being helpful. You know, they're like, we are going to do this or we are going to do that. And, uh, and they haven't. They're not really helping. Well, we can do this for you. We can do that for you. They always, they want to include themselves in the help, but they're not they're not technically helping. But they are in other ways. So it's not like I'm trying to say that oh bullshit yada 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 because they are they, trust trust me right I have some I have some good friends that are helping me get through this crap in certain ways. But when it comes to the major stuff, you know, when you hear something like yeah, we're gonna help you get a place to live but they kind of bounce it back at you it's like and basically it's like we're helping you do this when really I'm the only one working on it so but that but they can't do anything what are they going to do you think my friend my friends are going to want to sit there and spend their time looking for apartments for me that I can't even pay for I mean what am I supposed to do so that's an issue that's a problem I don't know what the hell to do. I just want to... Right now, I'm driving my car with brain fog. And my my big uh, task right now is to find a place where I can pull over. It's too hot out. Try and find some shade. And get some rest. To try and clear the brain fog out of my head after only being awake for two hours. Not even three hours. 
Like this, this, this life is 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 intolerable. And this brings me to a side a side note for brain fog. I am sort of annoyed that it seems like people who don't have brain fog have identified themselves as having brain fog. It's not like. And you see articles, you look it up, and you're like, "Are you being? Are you forgetful? Are you uh, having trouble? You know, blah 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 blah, remembering things and this and that." And and it's like, "No, I'm not. I'm not. That's not brain fog. That's something else. Call it something else. Find a different name for it. I have literal physical blurry vision. My head feels like there's a fog in it, like a physical fog in my head." It really does. It feels, and it's, and it's a terrible feeling that if I just try to push through, uh, it just usually gets worse and worse and worse. You know, and it, it has caused things like, yeah, your your cognitive ability is is a little bit like I got in an accident once when I was a little bit too foggy in my head to make a good decision when driving, and uh, so, you know, someone smashed into my door when I was making a turn. And uh, that's my car is still smashed. I'm still driving around with a smashed door car. Uh, but it's not. It's not where these people are just talking about. Like I forgot where I left my keys, or I can't remember, or sometimes I have trouble, you know, putting words together and stuff like that. That I think that's something completely different because that does sound horrible. I'm not discounting. It sounds bad. Like I would hate that. I would absolutely hate that. But for me. Brain fog is a physical manifestation. It feels like brain fog. It literally feels like right now I'm looking through my eyes and everything's a little blurry and not 100% like clear. And it does literally, ha- it really has caused my vision to go. And my head and my forehead and my, my inside, my, you know, whatever, prefrontal cortex, I don't know what the heck it is. My, the front of my head and my brain feels like it's not 100% on. Like, it's just fogged. It feels fogged. It feels like a sensation of what I can only describe as, like, having a sponge in my head or fog or something like that, you know? They need to make a different word for the other people who have, like, the I can't remember stuff. That sounds like more like, you know, some sort of, like, dementia or Alzheimer's, but maybe not quite, you know? Like, they could call it something else related to that. Even if it's not, you know what I mean? I don't know. But mine does make me worry. The brain fog I have now makes me worry that I'm going to have early onset dementia or, or whatever. And I I can't fucking go through this life where it's already this terrible and then switch to that when I get old or older. That's bullshit. I, I, no fucking way. You know? No fucking way. I I don't I'm not gonna grow old gracefully. I'm not I'm not. I'm not happy with the fact that I had to give away so much time of my life to this illness. I'm not happy. I'm not fucking happy with that and I don't accept it. I don't accept it. I feel like God has stolen my very life from me. 
you know, for, for people who believe in God and are Christian. And I'm like, why would he purposely, oh, because you can make up for it in an afterlife. I don't want to make up for it in the fucking afterlife. I want it to be now. And then afterlife, let's, let's do the afterlife when it's the afterlife. I don't want to be like, well, I'm suffering now for some sort of plan that God has, which is basically crush all of my fucking hopes and dreams that I've ever had, make sure that I've accomplished none of them, Anytime I've ever tried to have something happen in my life, something comes along and fucks it up. I've worked harder than, than probably fucking some of the smartest, most successful people on earth busted my ass to try and improve myself. And then the more I improved myself, the more the illness decided to fucking take on a life of its own and get uh, and start interrupting everything. And go, going through all of that and then also having people, you know, uh, that I've done a lot of stuff for, that I've helped out a lot, uh, you know, not a lot of people, but like definitely a handful of people that kind of like turn their back on you like, oh, I'm so cool. I'm so I'm so much cooler than this person. He's not cool anymore. And they turn their backs on you. And, and, and you know it's because they never really were your friends in the first fucking place. They always wanted to come. They, they wanted you there as a way to feel better. But like, oh, I, I'm better than him. Even though whether that was true or not, they, they, they didn't have the fucking struggles I did. And I was just right up there keeping up with them when I only had half a life. And these fuckers had full time. And I was keeping up with them, which means if I was full time, I would be doubling my rewards and kicking their fucking ass. But fuck them for being the type of people they are. I don't need them in my life. Uh, fuck them all. And I have tried uh, with at least one individual uh, multiple times to try and be like, hey man, da 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 And that person, you know, uh, who used to be a roommate of mine, actually, like, won't even speak to me. And that person is a shallow, fucking weakling piece of shit for being like that. Because I would never do that to a fucking friend. Someone who was my friend, who was in need and struggling and having a hard time, if I was fucking at least somewhat normal and healthy, I would be busting my ass to help them. You know? In whatever way I could. If I was broke, I would say, hey, what can I do? Can I come over and hang out for a minute and see what I can do to help you out? Is there anything? You know, I would try and figure out some way to help. So here I am, though. It doesn't matter, right? And I have a lot of good friends I should be grateful for. A lot of good friends who I need to be thankful for, who are there helping me. And like I said, I'm complaining because everything's not perfect, but life isn't fucking perfect. And at least people are trying. So I wasn't trying to take anything away from those people who, who help me out, who are helping me out. It's fuck. I mean, like, I can't even find housing, and I'm, I'm actively trying. How in the fuck can I expect other people to, but I, I kind of do, especially if I'm like calling the highest offices and the, you know, I've already emailed senators and Congress people. And, you know, it's like the system is broken. The system is set up so that, well, you have a chronic illness and you're sick and you need help. Ah, too fucking bad. Too bad. Go die in a ditch. We're not going to help you. And we're going to make you fucking 
beg for it. We've already talked about it. I don't know if I, if I talked about that in a podcast yet or not. Probably every podcast that I've had so far. Die in a ditch. Oh, you want help? We're going to make you fight tooth and nail for it. And then some bureaucrat in an office somewhere is probably going to sign off and tell you to get fucked. You know? Uh, I just really hope that that's not the way things are. I, I, I really hope that somehow somewhere in some way I can I can find a miracle in the next month and by by October 1st my birthday be set up so that I can get my ass out of here into a nice safe clean wholesome apartment all of my own not some flop house not some horse barn not some shelter Hopefully in a month I can be in some place. Man, I probably do sound like an asshole when I talk. But I'm angry, man. I'm angry and I'm sick. And I, I, I'm desperate for help. And there's none. I mean, it's very little. I'm going through all these motions and I... It's very, very little. Very little help. And I, uh... I hope to God something. I hope to God there's a miracle. I was like looking out. I was sitting in my car yesterday because I was too afraid to go into my apartment because the night before I was itching all night. Uh, so I was sitting in my apartment, sitting out in my car, panicking. But not really. But I was just like looking at the sky and I was praying to God. And I'm like, God, you got to give me like a big sign. Like not just something. I was looking at a blue sky. And, uh, and I was like, uh, and I saw some birds flying through. It was actually a very beautiful sky at night. It was kind of like after rainstorms, the, the, the sky was kind of blue and red at the same time. And the clouds had a little part in there. And so I was kind of just trying to be like, God, I need a good sign. I can't have like, not, not some sort of, well, that could be a sign that might not be a sign. Who knows? And then of course, like all these birds and seagulls about about the exact time as I said that started flying over and I'm like that's not good that's not what I want to see I don't want some book of job ending where you're doing a laser light show to show me that you exist I want action in my life I want to feel action in my life and of course as I say that another one like I'm talking about God and, and and the moment I start talking about God I drive by and there's some weirdo walking down the sidewalk with a holding a wooden cross and kind of waving like I don't want to see that kind of sign I don't care about that kind of sign what I want to see is a miracle in my life of wow yeah you do have a place to live you are going to get some benefits you are going to you are going to be safe oh look I got a phone call from you know, the, the person working in the mayor's office and they just got a powerful lead that makes it look like, oh yeah, we could have you a place at the end of the month. We really got, we really got something lined up. It's, 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 it's 90% sure at this point, you know, that's what I need. Oh, we found you a place. We got a way to pay for it. We can subsidize it. You're going to be fine. And you're not going to have to worry about itching. We'll figure stuff out. That's what I need right now. Not 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 some esoteric laser light show or or sign that oh yeah, here's this dude walking down the side of the street when you start talking about God with a cross in his hand. 
because to me, even though that kind of seems a little bit like less than coincidence, and I used to tell people I don't believe in coincidences, I also need some solid works, if that makes any sense. You know, it says in the Bible something about you shall ye shall know them by their works. Okay. Well, so let's pass the buck up, man. If you're a good person, if you're a good God, and like talking to God directly, so to speak, while you guys are listening, if, if anyone, the, whoever's listening to this, if anybody ever, and I have to say, straight. this person better not try and cut me off. Well, I guess there's two lanes. But uh, by their works, you, sh- you shall know them or something like that. Well, I'm, I'm asking God to, to live up to the same standard that he's applied to everybody else. And if I need help, I'm hoping that some of those works trickle down to me. Well. So these works, like, you know, that I want to feel, when I was younger, I felt like I had a connection with God. I felt like I had a real connection, that he was there. And I still feel it. I still feel that connection, but it used to be like I thought that God was going to protect me and watch over me and make sure everything was nice. And I'm driving down a very wealthy part of the neighborhood because I have to go to an appointment. And uh, it happens to be that my... Anyway, so I'm sitting here. This looks like a really good place to pull over. But the neighbors don't call the police because they're worried that I'm casing the joint. They're going to be like, this guy with this dented car, this fucking beat-up car, why is he parked here? Is he trying to rob somebody? Anyway... It's very much like Europe here where I'm at, like where I like the hills and nice houses and things like that. And by the time I was the age I am right now, in my late 40s, I figured by now I would have something like this. And I don't. I don't. And uh, and it's it's terrible. It's an absolute terrible thing to be in a situation. Oh, am I spending my entire podcast whining and complaining? I, I hope that by the end of this, what happens is, is I can have my brain, like maybe either miraculously I'll figure something out or God will figure something out with me doing this or maybe someone will listen to this and somehow get a message to me, uh, which I would have said used to be Twitter, but I don't have a Twitter. I don't even know where I ha- I don't have a social media presence for this anymore. Twitter stinks. And, uh, so I don't even know where I, I, I should, I have to set up a base somewhere so people can contact me, you know, but that somehow someone will be able to, I mean, I guess they could do chronic ill this at gmail.com one word without the exclamation point. I think, you know, chronic ill this at gmail.com, but it's just like, uh, I don't know, man. It's it's just like... 
back to God. So I used to feel that presence that he was watching over me, making sure I was safe, keeping me safe. And like I said, I still feel their presence, but what I don't feel is that he's keeping me safe. And I haven't felt that in a long time. As a matter of fact, I felt like he's betrayed me and, and harmed me and made my life miserable. <sighs> made my life absolutely miserable. I actually was convinced for a long time, and some days I still am, that God is trying to get me to kill myself. That he wanted to make things so horrible for me that he hates me so much. But I don't understand why he... I, I, is that presence I feel imaginable? Is it, is it imaginary? Is it just an imagination and, and there's nothing really there? And it's just pure chance that my life is terrible? I wish I could believe that, but I've had too many coordinated uh, circumstances in my life. Things that just seem to line up perfectly, including this weird itch that appeared in my apartment just as I was starting to get to the point where I could relax on my recliner. It just seems like it's relentless. There's an, a relentless assault of circumstances, a series of unfortunate events, I guess you could, like if you want to use the uh, literary uh I never watched that. I don't even know what it is or, or watched it or saw it. or. But that's what it seems like. It just seems like circumstance after circumstance after circumstance somehow perfectly aligned to make my life a living hell. Both inwards and outwards. And that's not how, sh how it should be. So I'm asking and I'm saying to God, instead of showing me the laser light show, Instead, show me works. Show me works in my life that are good, that are positive. When I pray and I say, hey, God, please give me a place to live. Don't make it so, uh, you know, give me a new place to live. I need somewhere safe to live. Please, God, please, God. Then you get me kicked out of a building and I have to live on the fucking street going from hotel to hotel. Motel to motel, sorry. I don't have enough money for a hotel, but I could definitely work Uber and bust my ass when I'm too sick to drive and make enough money to barely scrape by or have my mom who prays to you relentlessly and is super ridiculous Christian uh, have to give me money that she doesn't have to make sure that I can stay in roadside motels when I don't have it. Which is also embarrassing to me. That I have to actually, I'm grown in my 40s and I have to actually borrow money, not even borrow, I don't know how I'm going to pay it back. I have to have my mom pay for stuff? It's embarrassing. And this is, I blame God, I absolutely do. I blame God. I mean, I don't want to be Mr. Victim mentality either, but I have tried and I have seen these series of unfortunate events pile up one after the other on top of one another countless times where there would only have to be someone pulling the strings from behind the scene to make it all work out so perfectly coordinated that my life is miserable. I have to be thankful. I have friends and things like that. And that's the thing I should do a whole podcast on is friends one of these days. 
because that's that's a pos that would be more of a positive podcast. Yeah, I'll probably spend a little few few minutes in that bitching about the negative people in my life. Like I can only think of maybe two and a half. Well, no, okay, three and a half. And so that would be a very short rant about asshole friends who suck. But also on the flip side. And, you know, I, I, I am, I, there's a part of me that just says to me, I, I would hope that every one of those fair-weather piece-of-shit friends has to go through the same shit in some way, shape, or form that I do. But I also don't want to wish bad on anybody. I mean, there's that part. So I don't know, you know, and I don't want to cast the evil eye towards anyone but the eye in Hara. I don't want to do that. God knows I probably have on accident countless times and maybe that the books are open on me and maybe they're just sitting up there every day going, yeah, here's another fucked up situation that this guy did. Turning the pages in the books of heaven and being like, all right, well, we need to punish him more and more. But I can't believe that because I know that there's people out there, including the, the three and a half people that I just mentioned. I say half because there's one guy who just, he's fucked up too. He did turn his back on me, but he's also just kind of that kind of person. Like, I already knew I was getting into. He just, you know... It's a long story with that guy, because he has his own struggles. And is a mess. And things could be worse, just to put it that way. So I don't... I, I can only... I can't even get mad at that guy that much. Uh, there are certain people I would never forgive. Two of them out of the three, probably three out of the three at this point, the three full friends, I don't think I would forgive. Up until recently, it probably was two out of the three that I would never forgive. But now I'm pretty sure it's three out of the three. Like, they can go fucking eat a bag of dicks as far as I'm concerned. Sorry about the language. If you are a person who doesn't like swearing, like super Christian or whatever you are, All right, well, it's 319. I got to get some rest. So I hope that what happens is... That God comes through. I don't know what I was going to name this podcast. I think it sort of evolved on its own to something else. And uh, from what I started out complaining about... Oh, the hopelessness that I had. So it is, it's kind of the same. Uh, maybe I'll have to figure out a, a suitable title of hopelessness and hoping that God gets involved. Does he care? Does he care? Are the atheists and the people all over the Twitters and the internets and all that kind of stuff, who, or, or the Reddits or whatever, who basically say your God is imaginary, ha, ha, ha. It goes right back to all the Psalms where they did that stuff. Your God is a joke. Your God is imaginary. A spaghetti monster in the sky. Ha, ha, ha. It is, I mean, he, he obviously is cool with that because he's not. But in, in, in my essence, I would love to be able to be, I don't know if I would ever be a preacher. You know, I don't know if I would ever be like, a, you know, a, a hillbilly pastor, as I call him, where you're like, hey, in the word of God and God is going to, Jehovah Jappa Jairo is going to come down. We call him Elisha Hachicha. Like, they just make up stuff. Like, they, they take words from the Bible, and then they add their own made-up stuff to it. They're trying to sound like they know Hebrew, 
And then, and if you listen to the actual Jewish rabbis, they never use any of those terms. <laughs> it's like you never, like, like Jehovah Jiro Japo, Japa Japa Shlapa. And that's, you know, and he's, he's going to, all you have to do, he is the one who heals you when you ask and within five minutes. So send me some money. I'm never going to be that guy. I don't ever want to be that guy. It's almost disgusting to me. Like, it's fake Christianity. It's like, it's like a parody of Christianity. It's like a puppet show of Christianity. It's not real. You know, just, they're just there. But at the same time, I, I do think that I would definitely, if God came into my life and showed me he loved me and healed me, he doesn't even have to give me any of these beautiful houses I'm looking at. It would be nice if somehow one day I'm like, wow, look at this. I have a really cool home. You know, and I get to enjoy it for more than five years until I have a stroke or a heart attack and die or whatever. Um, maybe a family, all this stuff that I really dreamed about that I'm almost, I'm pretty much too old to like have at this point. It's fucking ridiculous. It's ridiculous. My life has been stolen from me by God, but I, I still think that if he came through in a, in a over like a resounding way and showed me, yes, dude, I care. Check it out. I got your back. I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do. I really don't. I'm just so tired of it all. But I would definitely spread the message. That's all I'm saying. Maybe it would just be on this podcast. And then maybe if he wanted people to hear the message, he could get the word out. Because I definitely am terrible at promotion and have no idea how the hell people will even find me. Maybe five years from now, if I've done a thousand of these, I think that's just the key, right? You just keep doing them and doing them and doing them. And then eventually, if people love you enough and they, they finally start to catch on, they'll go back and listen to your old stuff. Hopefully, if that's where you're at right now and we've gotten that far in this journey... And you're one of those people. Thank you for that. And hopefully the stuff that you're listening to now that made you decide to come back here is actually useful and helpful in some way. You know, for all of us. Hopefully I have a fucking story that... (laughs) Uh. Hopefully I have something positive that I was able to share at that time. All right, fuck you, I gotta stop this.